time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. As everybody knows, I am their fluff master supreme. Supposedly not so mean. Uh Mr. Big John D. And with us today, as always, is our Dark Lord of Knowledge, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? Mr. Bobby Amone, here to protect and serve against shitty reboots. What's up, everybody? The boss man himself, Mr. TJ Bowser. What's up? And the lovable and snuggly, and I'm talking about from personal experience this weekend, <laughs> Mr. Lord Scuba Steve. What's up, baby? What's going on? And welcome to Goremore. Today is August 16th, 2021, and we are on, holy fuck, episode 150. Fuck yeah. Jesus Christmas. We are halfway to 300, gentlemen. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, a little inner... Uh, Hey, how about that? How about that weird ass freaking intro coming in here? That little countdown. That was like, that was like, the, that was like the bumpers to the commercials on MTV Liquid Television. Yes, thank yes. you. That's exactly so when I, what it looked like when I first saw that dude. It was uh, there's three, there's three new intros, and that's definitely like the most acid trip one for sure. <laughs> like I'm just looking at the little thing. I'm explaining to Bobby. I'm like, it's pure '80s retro. That's all I can see. <laughs> But, oh, man. All righty. So before we jump into today's episode, which we are talking 2002's Ghost Ship, we do our little slice of life. So uh, I'm going to hand it right over to our Dark Lord, Chad. Are you been Yo, uh, not much. Um, had a pretty quiet weekend. Uh, how about the rest of you guys? I think, uh, don't think we really, oh, wait a minute. We did Steel City Con this weekend. It was me, TJ, Scuba Steve, Big Johnny D, and Mr. Cameron Miller. Mm-hmm. Had a fantastic week, and it was great to meet you guys. And yes, in case anybody's wondering, Big Johnny D is a hugger. Damn. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> He's is. a very snuggly guy. And you know what? As much as... <laughs> but you know what? I would love to recap some of the great stories, but I really think that that would best be saved for a TJ Bowser power hour where we just recap yeah, with all recap. of us that were there. I think, uh, I think that'd be best, you know, more appropriate because we could just go on and on talking about the things we saw, the things we did and the good times we had, but then we'd never get to talk about this movie, which is kind of the main point here. And I just do definitely want to thank you guys for helping me take my mind off of things because uh, I told you guys, and I guess I could, I feel comfortable telling people that my grandmother is not doing well at all. And I'm, you know, I'm okay with it. You know, I got to, I got to go to the hospital, you know, you know, say my goodbyes and make peace with it. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. And I did pick up some sweet merch down there. I did get, uh, I got the kids a couple things. I got the wife a couple things and I picked up myself. Let's see the battle for the, battle at the Sarlacc pit return of the Jedi game, which I used to have when I was a kid. Nice. Complete too, by the way. Yeah. Complete. Yeah. The dude said he even counted the cards inside it to make sure everything was complete. Everything's complete. I can't wait to bust it out with the kids. Did he give you like Let's, a little like list of like, does it still have the list of like everything it's supposed to have in there? Did you? Ever yeah, it has, it has the instructions. It has everything titties dude nice yeah yeah but yeah i i is think the show notes called 150 bitches 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that the other day. I had a look. <laughs> Episode 150, bitches. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> We're like, wait, we had to watch a movie called Bitches? I didn't realize that was the movie this week. <laughs> no, it was Beaches. Sorry. Beaches. beaches. Oh, oh, Beach. Oh, oh, see, no, uh, I love that movie. Uh, it's it's such a tearjerker. <sighs> Is it? <laughs> I remember I watched it once with my mom. Like when I was a kid, it has Bette Midlander, so how good could it be? The only thing I know about it is because they joke about it in Seinfeld, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about it. Oh, speaking of Seinfeld, John, you should have bought the, uh, yeah. the, the Timeless Art of Seduction poster. Honestly, it kind of escaped my mind by the end. Like, dude, once I got into the sale mode this weekend, I kind of like really forgot about all the rest. And of you shit. were on it. You were on it. Dude, I you tried. were... You could you should sell cars or something. I don't want to fucking sell cars. That's I, I stepped back. I was like, I want man, my sales pitch is nowhere near as good as this. That's I don't even have a sale guy. pitch, dude. You just gotta talk to people. He's got a point. <laughs> I was like, he's so fluffy and lovable. I love it. I mean Can you imagine can you imagine him standing out there in full versus Jason Gear, just handing out flyers, like not saying anything, just grunting like <laughs> <laughs> Well, the one lady did even say, like, she had to come back. She's like I got to say, she's like, you are the nicest acting Jason I have ever met. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, honestly, the cosplay draws them in, but then I got to hit them with the sales speech before they leave. So, you know, (laughs) honestly, I feel that worked really well and we need to incorporate that next time uh, again. So, but yeah, man. It was, it was, it was a learn. It gave us a little learning curve of, you know, we got a better idea now that how, what's going to work and what's not going to work. That is true. Yep. I was going to say, the four of us all had the same weekend, pretty much. I mean, varying degrees a little bit. I think the most (laughs) important thing to me was us just, you know, getting getting our name out there, just handing out the flyers and telling people what we do. Which I think we did very well. We Mm -hmm. did very well. But I think the most important thing is that we actually got to fucking meet each other officially face-to-face after three. Well, yeah, I meant business-wise. That was the most important thing was... No. No, dude, getting our name out and... um, that was just really fun, man, because you could definitely like, especially the people that were interested in podcasts, people that were like not. Yeah, you could hit them with the, well, why? Why? What's up? Like, you just hate them or you just never really gave it a or shot. It could be Steve and hit them with something completely different. <laughs> I like oh! the guy that. <laughs> I'm I like what? the guys. What? I like the guy walking through. I don't like technology. <laughs> what did I hit him with? Right? What am I oh, talking about? Get him, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. We hit him with the, oh, yeah. I had to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad that I didn't get the moan correctly because I was like talking and you know goofing around and shit. So my throat was kind of like eh. And so that oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that's the reason. (laughs) Yes, uh, listen to the Power Hour episode. You'll find out why his throat was like that. So keep going, boys. (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it off to Scuba Steve. (laughs) Scuba Steve, how was your week, buddy? Well, man, like you said. We pretty much all had the same weekend, and it was great. It was great finally meeting you guys. Just, you know, when TJ called me, and he's like, I'm here at the airport waiting on luggage, and seeing him, it was like, yes. Like, I felt, you know, sometimes you go places, and you just don't feel at home, and I felt right at home with you guys. Like, right on. You know, like, we had known each other all our lives. Like, it was great. Such a great time. I did come back to some bullshit, but, you know, we're managing here. Um one of my, my youngest kid tested positive for COVID while I was gone. One of the girls on her volleyball team had COVID 
and Sam didn't get sick until this weekend. So she's locked up in her room right now. Everything's been sanitized. I have my spray bottle here and, you know, went back to work today and was not feeling work today at all. All I kept thinking was, why can't I get paid to go to cons all the time? You know, like that, that, and it just, it sucked. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my job, but it just sucked all the cool out of me to come back to reality, you know, after having such a great weekend with you guys. Um, We did have some trouble on the second airplane I was on. We were supposed to land in San Antonio at 9.55 and I did not get in until almost 11 o'clock. I don't know what happened. They never... I passed out on the plane, so apparently they made an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, they made some announcement that we had to be rerouted for an hour. So we were just up there for an hour, and I had no earthly idea what was going on because I passed out. I was a hell of a way to wake up. Yeah, right. I mean, and I was shitting bricks the entire time that you know Cameron Cameron was driving me to the fucking airport because. So we, I was trying to go to bed early, but we stayed up to what? Almost one just bullshitting and talking. And Okay. This is, this is the best part. Cause like Cam and I are like full in like spooky campfire story shit. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) late at night and you're just doing scary stories and blah, or talk about stupid shit, whatever. Scoobs is trying to get sleep. He is. Talk about nice and, and I thought he was asleep, but every time, every once in a while, Cameron and I would hit on something, dude. And then Steve would just be like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> and I just go right fucking back, dude. And he did it for over like an hour every time. Like I think he was asleep. And oh, yeah, it it was easily like by one thirty, we went to bed, and you guys were probably up by like three thirty. So you might have got two hours of sleep. Yeah, I mean, but it was it was good, man. It was it was a good drive. You know, driving in, seeing you know the little bit of Pittsburgh that I got to see. Monroeville was great. You got both tunnels. And the whole city. I know, a little but- bit of Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's the <a> little <laughs> bit. I, both tunnels in a hole? I, I, uh, yeah, I went through both tunnels. It was great. Yeah. Uh, nice. um, but it was really cool, man. The scenery was great. Like, I love the change of scenery. We don't have that down here. And it was just great being around all of that. Uh, definitely want to go back soon and just go have a blast again. So that's, I mean, that's really pretty much all I've been doing. And then I made friends with... A couple of people from the uh, school that they have there, the makeup effects school, and uh, Savini's was it? Uh, I think it was Savini School, and yep. uh, so we've been chatting. Like they watched my shitty movie after I told them not to watch it, and <laughs> so we had a whole conversation about that. And uh, I don't know, man. It might be in my future. It might be in my future. Like I'm really considering it. Like I, like I said, after this weekend, like a switch just flipped. My and- new neighbor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, guys. Scoob's maybe making a move. Come up know. to the northeast. There'll be a better place for you. I don't know. There is one downside. There's tacos. one downside. Actually, two. Two downsides. My we grandmother. Had tacos? Yeah. No. I know. I know. And the Mexican food. That is the two things. But then I, but then I think, huh, maybe I could open a taco truck or something and show these motherfuckers what real mexican fucking food tex-mex food i should say tex-mex food because it's not mexican food it's tex-mex but yeah man i I had a great weekend and you know looking forward to next time so babo what have you been up to man 
Uh, well, unlike you guys, I was not at the show. I was not at any show. I am, as I can tell here, I am still on vacation. Uh, my vacation started Saturday night, yep. so I was uh, I was down. I'm down here with family. So if you hear noises, it's family. That's exactly what it is. It's all so, good, you know. But um, that's what I'm doing. I'm chilling out, relaxing, and then uh, going to do other stuff after this. But yeah, that's that's it. Hell yeah, yeah we're chilling, uh, not working on requires relaxation. <laughs> and working See, out I about it uh, are you doing case races absolutely yeah who's one are you a team or is it just sing solo solo well <laughs> no dude someone's got to do it you know so uh, but it's me so and, i haven't done I, a case <clears> race <throat> in like fucking 15 years man uh, i think i've done two already you know and uh i've outbeat myself then second time <laughs> a full 30 rack absolutely and you've only been there since Saturday Absolutely. night. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Good for you, dude. Beast mode. Beast mode. Right. But, uh, but uh, no, every, everything's here. Good. I lost my voice, so if I'm talking low, that's why the voice is oh. shot right now. You sound sexy. hard there, right? <laughs> well, you know, now, now if I start getting DMs, we're going to have a problem here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, everything, everything's been good with me. Like I said, I'm on vacation. Uh, Johnny, we didn't hear you yet, so go for it. Oh, boy. Well, once again, I was hanging with the boys. Uh, that was fun. Uh, got to escape the household for a little bit. So haven't done that in a long ass time. That was uh, that was nice as well. So no, like almost literally no responsibilities besides pushing the podcast or the network, actually, I should say. Um, but yeah, man, I had a great time. It was uh, I haven't hit a con in like almost. Well, I did hit a shitty little one at the end of 2019, but I don't count that. Cause it was just so tiny, but I haven't had a good con in like three years like that. So that was nice. And, uh, I feel like we learned a lot of, like, we learned a lot of things where we're, where we want to take it. And I'm excited to see where we go for the next time. And, uh, do we want to announce potentially when we're not, not yet? yet? Okay. Not yet. That's fine. Say this still a while, out. but they'll be plotting, planning, scheming. Um, no, it was fun, man. I wish there was a few people that we uh, could have met up with, but as anybody that goes to cons knows, and especially works at them, uh, yeah. you lose time and shit just gets busy, man. So yeah. hopefully in the future that'll happen. But saw a lot of awesome costumes this weekend, and kudos to anybody listening. Good job. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and uh, I hope we got some new fans out there. It's we did get some people that went right to our website and everything. So I'm hoping they're I shit, man. I even sold them on it just by telling them we were doing ghost ship today. Mm-hmm. Nice. Because as soon as I was like, by the way, I was like, just this Monday, we're going to be covering ghost ship. And a lot of the ladies, especially, they were like, oh, my God, I love that movie. It's like, right? <laughs> Who, doesn't? Who doesn't love Shoot, that movie? Time, like chime in and check us out. Um. No, it was good shit, man. And I liked our neighbors. I thought we had great uh, table neighbors. Mm-hmm. I would say call even the guys across the row. They were cool as hell. I felt bad for everybody knocking over their games and shit all the time. But, you know, I lost. Count. <laughs> I lost. I lost. Dude, count. It was, yeah, I gave 42 in the like, first day alone. Yep. Yep. That was Friday. That was yeah, Friday. Friday. 40, did the full 42 oh. times. And that was just the DS games. Nobody started knocking over at, uh, the Super Nintendo games until Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> dude. And oh, there's a look puppy. At that, look there's at a the puppy. puppy. <laughs> but uh, 
No, man, it was uh, it was good shit. I had a long ass drive home, so I got home last night about mm, midnight ish, and got the car at least unpacked, and said fuck it, went to bed, and then I felt like head hit pillow, alarm went off. I had to get up and I was like, oh, Damn. what the fuck just happened? Dude? It's one of the worst so, feelings in the world. Oh, yeah. So after we uh, cut it tonight, my ass is going to be hitting that pillow hard again. <laughs> I'm saying fuck dinner. Going right to bed. I hear you. But last but not least, but boss man. What's up? Oh, there we go. How you been, How you been buddy? Well, I finally caught up on sleep. Uh yeah, things were not easy for me for the convention. I kind of overworked myself from the get-go, and they kind of zonked out there by the last day. So if I look like hell on the last day, I was aware, and I apologize. Uh, yeah, life happens, and I had to work that night. So, ah, yeah, good shit. <sighs> I'm back home now. I'm unpacked. I'm feeling a little bit better. It's still a little bit grumpy, but it is what it is, brother. But as always, the cream of the crop rises at the top. And this last Wednesday, I went to AEW Dynamite. And then Friday, I went to AEW Rampage, the very first AEW Rampage ever. Matter of fact, making history there in Pittsburgh. And it was absolutely fantastic. The pops were huge. And the wrestling was absolutely excellent. And the show, of course, you guys will hear on the next episode of the Power Hour, was amazing. It was just truly an experience to behold to see my boys here after years and years of head streaming with these boys these fucking floating head streams it, it's just different to be able to see these guys in person especially yes. like scoops talked about that moment whenever he emerged through the uh the doorway that it was like fucking it's on bitches and then that was that's just how it was and it was like that until the very last moment when we departed uh on sunday and it was it was a great experience, and I can't wait to share that experience with all you guys on uh, the Power Hour. So without further ado, let's do this week's film. That is 2002's Ghost Ship, more like uh, 13 Ghosts 2, directed by Steve Beck, written by Mark Hanlon and John Poog. Pogue, whatever you want to say, produced by Joel S <laughs> Silver. Is that a capital I, Chad? That must be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis, of all people, and Gilbert Adler, starring... Gabriel Byrne, 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 as Sean Byrne, Murphy, baby. Juliana Margulies, is that it? Margulies, Margulies, yep. yeah, Margulies, yeah. yeah. As Maureen Epps, <clears throat> Ronald Eldred as Dodge, Desmond Harrington as Jack Ferryman, Isaiah Washington as Greer. The guy was in. Uh, you just said it earlier. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. Alex Dimitri. Somebody fucking say that one. Dimitrades. The meat trades as Santos, Carl fucking Urban, as Chad requested it to be said, as Munder, Emily Browning as Katie Harwood and Francesca Reta, Reta, oh, nope. Francesca Rettodini. Rettodini. Yeah. As Italian guy, take care of that. Music by John Frizzell, cinematography by Gail Tattersall, edited by Roger Barton, distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, released October 25th, 2002, runtime of 90 minutes. Or midgets. That way, uh, Steve can get it in. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. My heart oh, is God. whole, and my, I am complete now. Will you TJ, why don't you say slightly offensive stuff on the streams anymore? <laughs> Budget $68.3 million trailer. Chad, say it. Roll that beautiful bean footage, baby. John, do it. <laughs>
Jack Farrington. I fly the Arctic Weather Patrol. Last month, I was out in the middle of the strait when I came across this. Congratulations, you found a boat in the middle of the ocean. What do you think a ship like this could be worth? Depends on if we have the right to salvage it. I do know one thing, sea gives you an opportunity, you take it. Well, Murph, I think you should get up here. It's an ocean liner. It's the Antonio Grasa. Any sign of what might have happened? Nothing. No passengers. No crew. No captain. No mention of anything in the ship's log. What do you make of that? A ghost ship. I think I saw something I couldn't possibly have seen. I think I saw a little girl. seriously wrong with this boat haunted possessed whatever you want to call it i said we get our boat going and get the hell out of here what are we gonna do we have got to get off this boat now bon voyage I'm not laughing at I'm not laughing at the trailer. I'm laughing at the uh, the chat we had going I, on. I, I know you are because I'm about the same fucking thing. Um, I, I was hoping for it when all I'm going to say all I'm going to say is that is for the Patreon. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah, we're going straight to OnlyFans. Fuck Patreon. We're going to OnlyFans. No, no, I want. <laughs> Bobby, I want double money flow. Sorry, I want double money flow. I'm in the yellow right now. Uh, Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Read it. Yeah, I was going to say, let's not jump into discussion as we've been doing. (laughs) I believe this this bitch and let's do it. You read it because this is your pick. It is my pick. I forgot it was. Oh, this was my pick. Oh, see? Yeah. Oh, wow. Johnny trying to wrong. tell me it's I not. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Okay, I'll run down. Uh, after discovering a passenger ship missing since 1962, floating adrift on the Bering Sea, salvagers claim the ship as their own. Once they begin towing the ship, ship towards harbor and find a fortune in gold bars, a series of bizarre occurrences happen, and the group becomes trapped inside the ship. They soon discover they are not alone, and not everyone will escape the ghost ship. Mm-hmm. Fancy. All right. Dun, dun, dun. So now we can discuss. Yes. I mean, for me, in the CGI, plain and simple, you could see it. But I, I, if that was polished a little more, I actually would have said it's a really good movie. I still feel there are some also plot holes, which I'm sure we'll get into as we discuss, but overall, a decent movie for sure. From, from my uh, experience, young watching it and now watching it for the show. Right. 
So was it this wasn't anybody's first time watching it or was this okay? I hadn't seen it in years. I want to say I haven't seen it since I saw it the first time, but okay. I liked it a lot more now than yeah. I did the first time I watched it. I've always enjoyed it. I'm not gonna lie. Like this has always yeah. been a fun movie for me. Like I know it's not the best movie by any means, man, but it's like I don't know. Ocean horror is ocean horror, it's it's a small niche. It's a niche, but it's a smaller niche. It ain't death. I, I, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen that shit. I haven't seen that one yet either. Let you know. It's, that's, we, have yeah. to, we have to watch that to compare and contrast. Well, oh, we also we have, have more time. We should have done that. We also have to watch Ghost Boat. <laughs> Ghost Boat. Is that the uh, Korean one? No, I think. It's a Canadian. Is it a Canadian? Is it 27? No, there's a Korean one. Too. Oh, I, oh, no, I'm thinking of a different one. I mean, I will say this. Of the two main ones, Death Ship and this, Death Ship has the better poster. It does. Oh, fighting words. Well, no, back then, that's when they actually, you know, had artists to draw them versus yep, yep. all this fucking Photoshopping. Fair enough. Um. And this was funny because we're sitting there watching this movie last night. My wife's like, oh, is this like that movie where they and she describes a couple of things that already happened in the movie? I'm like, yeah, that's this one. You've seen it. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> OK, that's it's why it seems familiar then. <laughs> well, fair. Um, no, man, I don't know. It's like we discussed earlier. It's 13 ghosts on the ocean. <laughs> it literally yeah. came out a year after. Which, it's the know, same company. Same. Thirteen Ghosts is a fun movie too. Although I always like, I always liked House on Haunted Hill better though. Uh, the remake of House on Haunted Hill. More than let's just more than I don't know. More than Thirteen Ghosts. That ending hits hard. I don't like the remake. I have to agree with Chad. I think the ending hits hard. I think it's pretty good. I agree, man. I think I prefer Matthew Lillard. I, I like the ghost titties. I, 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 can't I mean, it. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ghost titties. We got to pick the less of the three evils here, guys. I mean, this right, is this early two thousands horror. This is fucking poop town. This is uh, yeah, but it's like. I mean, this ain't no Wes Craven, but I mean, like, here we go. This coming from the guy that made me write on the whiteboard at our booth, Wes Craven is odor overrated. Changed my mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two seconds after that, I was like, Robert's yeah. back there. We're taking this down. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he left. He he, he got worried. That's why, <laughs> That's why he left. Like, like, oh, I'm guys. See what happened on Saturday at 2 p.m. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, man. I feel bad for those people, man. They mm. Right. You'll hear about it more on the next Power yeah. Hour. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, go back to Ghost Ship, dude. Like, I yes. it, man, I did see some nice, uh, nice uh, photo ops that people posted with him. So, oh, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Did, a lot of people had a good. T- the lines aside, people that actually interacted with Robert said they had a really good, good time with it. Yeah, they all looked like they were having a. They all hey, awesome photos. So. At least we didn't have plexiglass. Boom. True that. Yeah. Okay. I just want to do a little sidebar. Uh, Scoops, did you see why Monica was not at her booth when we went through the first time? No, I did not. So apparently, did you did you you find out about it? No, 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 no. Because remember, we had asked the guy where she was, and he said she would she'll be right back. So you went back to the table, and I went to go look at patches, and then I never even heard my phone go off to you guys telling me she's right there. So I have I had no idea what was going on. I just showed up. It was coincidence. 
But apparently the reason she got up and left her booth is because somebody went up to her and told her she's a horrible actress and shouldn't even be at the con. What and she left hell? in tears. No. Yes. Yeah. And then she came around and you guys bought her a hat. That's I flirted with terrible. her. I flirted yeah, you with did. her so hard. <laughs> so hard. That's yeah. utterly terrible that someone would say that to someone. Utterly terrible. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. I don't care. You just don't tell someone that to yeah. their face. If you want, you know, it's uncool. No well, matter got, what you dick. Hey, she stopped by a public in the booth and got a pick me up, and that's all that matters, guys. Yeah, she did. <laughs> we helped her. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, she was again. This will all be recapped in the Power Hour episode. Yes, but it is a good episode. Um, it's a great story. I just think, Scoobs, you paid for, you paid for a photo op for her that got canceled, and we got a photo op with her anyway with a funny story. Yes, mm-hmm. and those pictures are priceless, especially mine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. We were so funny. Okay, uh, yeah, let's continue on with Ghost Ship. This is so funny. <laughs> I was trying, Brody. I'm not even lying. I was trying. You can ask the boys. Ask the boys. There was, was a conversation trying. had that was like, you don't gotta leave till four thirty, broski. There's time. <laughs> oh God. Uh, fuck uh. today. So where are we at, John? We're still, uh, we're still discussing. discussing. We're still discussing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like, I saw this movie in theaters, and I liked it. You know, it's not a perfect movie, but it's something you can just watch on. You know, kind of turn your mind off and enjoy. Get lost in the moment. Yeah, you don't have to overthink. Excuse me, you don't have to overthink it. It's a fucking Dark Castle Productions movie. Right. You could either watch this with I feel obviously Thirteen Ghosts, or even maybe Deep Rising. Like if you want to just do like a let's do an Ocean Terror or Top of the Ocean Terror. Yeah. You could even watch it with Event Horizon. You could. I Although Event Horizon is a, a superior movie. I would end it on um I would end it on Event Horizon though, I feel. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Can't go wrong with the Van Horizon. Word. Um so it wasn't a bad movie. You know, it, no, it, no. It, it gets a bad rap. It wasn't a bad movie. It's got an interesting story, you know. <laughs> The the CGI for me was really the only downfall of the film, but yeah. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed rewatching it. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the full thing, but I've seen this thing like over like twenty goddamn times, so it's not. <laughs> yeah, so my my main issue with this film is that like their other productions that it just stylistically it follows so closely and then all the same well with the thematic thematically as well as the story direction i just feel like a lot of them just suffer from the same problems that is that late 90s early 2000s horror uh what what do you even want to call it just music it's music video horror yeah basically yeah i I, that's i that's how i do that whole scene which i do enjoy that scene but when it explains everything and it's yeah. doing time loops and fucking shit like that, like that should have been an emotions movie, though. But then, you know, you can draw the comparisons <laughs> as well that there is also, enough. you know what? That's, that's not wrong. Point. It was totally a heist movie. Uh, that, and that's then the it was, though. But yep. there's also like Christopher Nolan Inception type moments where you can see like, well, if you turn this up, maybe this is a whole movie in and of itself with some some of these things that they touch on. It's like there's some really cool concepts here that never are really explored or touched on and are just kind of passed off by this half-assed ferryman story. Now, it's cool and everything within the concept. Then again, I just feel like it's just rushed there at the end in order to just to, to tie it up. Now, maybe there's a longer cut of this film that exists that kind of maybe sweetens it up a little bit. But I think that this su- film suffers like the other films by these people that it just kind of follows too closely to what they established there in 13 ghosts with the way that they make things i mean 
it, it follows the formula. If you don't have a big explosion at the end, it's going to suck. I mean, if you like it, like Chad Syke, if you, no, if you, if you like yeah. cinema that doesn't challenge you and you just want to be able to shut your brain off. Yeah. This film yeah. can, can be comfort food to you, but you know Definitely. what? Some of us like spicy shit and I rather like, like films that uh, challenge you. So agreed. Spicy yes. tots. I like both. Every once in a while, you got to take a little break from that too, though. But no, you're right, dude. Like, this isn't one that you. And I feel like this is almost like, well, depending. This could almost be like family horror because, like, besides the beginning, it's not like over the top, really gory or anything. You know what I mean? Like, besides that initial scene. So I don't know. What's more, two thousands and that dude jamming out while he's steering the boat, checking the radar. Dude, it was mud. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, when when it started playing, I was like, I forgot this song was in there. Like, Hell yeah! It's in a few times. I feel <laughs> at the end. What's in it at the end? Yeah, too. Right? yeah. So that's gonna get best song. Ah, uh, I hear that song all the time. It plays on my iPod. Right. <laughs> I mean, like I said, dude, it's just. It's an entertaining movie. It's not anything that's going to like go crazy on it. But And I so thought the, Juliana Margulies was sexy as hell in this movie. She was oh, 100% agreed. Like, oh, baby. We'll get to that point later. Uh, so should we take a peek behind the curtain? I'd be delighted. One second. Right. I'm going to pull that up. Oops. Wrong thing. There we are. That's all well and good, boys. Oh, pull it out. Oh. Katie's cutting in. Snip, fucking snip. How do you do you there, folks? <laughs> you got your DKB back for another episode of Goranmore. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about Ghost Ship. Now, Ghost Ship to me, uh, when I was a teenager, I really, really enjoyed this film. Me and my mates would watch it. Um, and I guess I was at that right age of where I was starting to understand the horror genre a little bit better. Um, and Dark Castle were pumping out some uh, pretty nifty little horror gems at the time. I mean, 13 Ghosts, classic. Same director as this film. And not only that, uh, House on Haunted Hill remake. I kind of enjoyed that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So upon reviewing uh, this film tonight, well, before re-watching it, a little part of me was going, look, Brody, don't expect it to be uh, as good as it was when you were a kid. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. I went in with an open mind. And, yes, I was a little bit let down. And that is mainly due to the fact we get this fantastic fucking opening shot that sets the bar high and sets the tone for the rest of the film. You're like, holy fuck, the execution pays <laughs> off extremely well. And it's like, we've got we've to put up with this for the next fucking hour and a half. I'm all for it. But that's where it loses me. It starts off so strong and then it slowly, slowly gets into the story and then it struggles to make its way back up the hill. And, yes, we do get some like, little nifty kills here and there. And, yes, I do consider it shining on water. I mean, I guess that's where they were going with it. Yeah. But it really doesn't do it for me in the end. And the ending feels like it's really rushed, like it's like the twist. It's like, hurry up, we've got to get this shit done so we can get it over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it just, yeah, it felt like I believe we said the same thing. It didn't feel like a twist. <laughs> and if it was meant to be a twist. I will say the acting was pretty decent throughout the film. I really enjoyed the acting from these uh, characters. Uh, I'm not going to say it's an all-star A-cast, A-list cast, but I still find B-listers somewhat enjoyable in a way. Um, 
what I've got to give my hat off to is the fact that Dark Castle, doesn't matter what film it is, their production design is always spot on. I mean, on this film, fantastic. I mean, we do get some shitty CGI every now and then, but that's beside the point. Um, <clears throat> production design, I know I've got to give a huge shout out because it is the same director as, as this film, like I mentioned. 13 Ghosts, I mean, the glass mace of the bedrooms, fantastic shit. I love it. It's creative. It, it's executed extremely well. Bravo, Dark Castle production team, whatever. Fucking. Yeah, so cut a long story short, I'm going to have to give this film a 2.8. I'll go with a 2.8 this week. Ooh. And Mwah. this is wonderful. Me signing out. Hope you enjoy your evening, gentlemen, and I shall catch you next week. Cheers. Right on. Yeah, And I, I'd like to say, Brody, it looks like that hand is healing up real nicely too, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So I totally thought that our main uh, actress, this Juliana, was the same girl that was the singer. And <laughs> I, I thought that for some reason. Wait, I you thought, thought she was Francesca? I did. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, I, don't, I don't think we've ever guess- seen Juliana Margulies' titties. No, I don't think we have. No. To Google. <laughs> Francesca's uh, 53 right now, and she looks fantastic. Must be and an she, Italian thing. Yeah, she works primarily in Italian cinema and has since then. Uh, she Her last film was Certainly 2012. Is. And she does not speak English. No. Awesome. That's it. That is that is in my notes. And I think that's one of the major gripes of this film is I wish that, you know, they, they talk – quite frequently about like you know this is an italian ocean liner and stuff and i just didn't feel like it was elaborate or stylistic enough for for it at that time just just my opinion watching films of that era i just feel like you know they make they went out of the way to make the concept that italian ocean liners weren't as fast as american ones but they were just giant art pieces on the water and i don't think that that was as reflected as it could have been on this film just production design problem that I have with it, but fair. The giant the things didn't do it for you, huh? <laughs> I, think, I think the closest thing we get is maybe the ballroom scene, which is which we'll talk about when we get talk about the best scene type things. I really enjoy that. All right. So uh, yeah, Chad, it's a uh, spread. Okay, so this was originally conceived as a relatively bloodless psychological horror about four salvage crew members who turn against one another in greed and vitriol after being stranded in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean aboard the remains of a cruise ship believed to have been lost in the 60s. The idea was to create the shining on a boat. In this script, Murphy was the actual killer, and after the boat crashes into the rocks and begins to sink, he attempts to leave with the gold and inadvertently kills himself while Epps makes it out alive with Katie's help. Much of the gore in the film was not in the script. Two additional crew members were also written into the story. This script was drastically altered by Joel Silver, the producer. In 2014, drama actress uh, Juliana Margulies said the original script is why she and the rest of the cast signed on to star. And once they got off the plane in Australia, they were handed a totally different script and she was heartbroken. But by then they were contractually bound and could not back out. Now, so technically this could have been an LCE uh, pick. Yep. Yeah, okay. could have been. Okay. And that would have been. I, I would have loved to have seen that original concept for the movie. That would have been. That cool sounds. To see. <clears throat> that just sounds. Wonder if Brody claims this as an exploitation classic. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> well, like I said, my boy Carl Urban's an Australian, so we got that. True that. Uh, the ghost captain tells Gabriel Byrne's character that the Antonia Graza rescued a ship called the Lorelei. Rescuing the ship is what eventually led to the destruction of the Antonia Graza and the death of all its passengers. The Lorelei is a German poem about a siren type woman who lures boats to ruin and sailors to their deaths. Oh, uh-huh. huh. yeah, this is like two really decent ideas put together that it makes a poop town idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, is he a Kiwi? I believe New so. New Zealand, Australia, it's the same to us. Uh, That's like confusing oh, Americans. Can- hold on. With us, Bobby? Sorry, uh, wrong button. <laughs> he went to go mute. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate the effort, Robert. <laughs> Uh, the scene on the foredeck where the captain and the passengers were dancing and the scene in the ballroom was a common tradition at the time near the end of a transatlantic voyage. These were usually held as the ship approached the end of the trip near the coast and these balls were the called the captain's balls. Captain's ball. It's called the captain's ball. Is Bobby frozen for everyone else in a really strange way? No, well, no, I am. I'm, I'm oh. here. Oh. No, he's, here. He, he's frozen on my screen, like it's like a wreck screenshot or some shit. It's terrifying. oh, dude, that happens to me all the time. I'm glad it's not me for a change. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that movie. Man. The <laughs> opening floor deck sequence of the film, where everyone is severed in a torso area by a cable, was originally conceived to be that everyone was decapitated, but the studio didn't like the idea as they thought that that was too horrific. Yeah, oh. fuck that. Well, yeah, but we can, you know, saw a dude. Through yeah, let's cut people in half mouth. instead. Yeah. yeah, let's cut them Why and have them wriggle around in pain, you know, and whatever. try and try and reattach so, their own legs. Funny enough, you brought that up because in the little like documentary thing I watched, they were talking to uh, it was what KNB and then who else was it? There was two effects teams on this, um, but they were they even bitched about that. They were like the studio didn't want decapitation, but they want everybody to get cut in the middle, which means we're going to add a lot more guts and blood and okay. Sure. <laughs> I think I decapitation would have made more sense, especially with the way that the wire went. Okay, so yeah. that's my biggest beef of that scene is like everybody gets cut all over the fight. Fu- like, okay, the Except captain. For the, makes, captain. the captain makes sense because he ducks down because he's trying to like protect yeah. her. So I get why he would get it there. And but everybody else should get it rated like in the same midsection area, but like I don't know. Height differences. I guess. That had to play coming to play. Yeah, that yeah. too. <clears throat> I mean, you definitely would have some like hands and stuff if like people were holding up drinks and everything too. I'm not going to say that. Oh, you did see that. Yeah. Yeah, you did. But now, awesome. I, I, I don't remember because I, I mean, I was watching the movie, but of course I was on my phone also. Did they, ex- was, was that a trap set up? Or did that just, no, that was just accident? the actual like cable and somebody like released the, they put the pulley system. Yeah. yeah. And it just was very dangerous. You don't do that. You don't do that on the ghost boat. No, but they did. I mean, when you got to kill 100 people in two seconds and you don't have explosives, and you know, and like, you want to use explosives because you're on the boat. I said that that was a great opening scene. Like, it's very memorable. And especially because of how gory it is. 
So yes. I, I don't I don't get the, the <laughs> logistics behind the studio saying they didn't want decapitations, but I don't get it either. Uh, in 2016, the media website coming soon named the film's opening scene one of the greatest in horror film history. Well, there you Which, go. That helps sell Steve. Yes. Sell the flyer. Some people haven't watched Phenomena. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is a great opening. That is a great opening. I don't remember. It's been a long time. You have to I, message yeah. me later. I don't remember how it opens. It's okay. been a, it's been I a, have not seen it, so I would not It's been almost know. 15 years since I've seen it, I think. Which one's from that? I'm fucking brain firing on it completely. The one with a very young Jennifer Connelly. Okay. She was like 14 when she did this movie. Okay. Argento kills his own daughter yeah, with, with, a she, with a sheet of glass and cuts her fucking yeah. head off and throws it in a fucking river. River, and it goes floating down the fucking river. Floating and then it starts. That's a pretty good intro. I thought that was the opening, but I couldn't remember. Yes. <laughs> Why have we watched that yet? We watched it. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. No, we I didn't. This. Well, we will. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Back to the one in on that episode. There's I'm telling you, man, we're, next year we're doing we're doing a whole bunch of Argento and Fulci films. Fuck yeah! The year of the Italians. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be diving into some shit that I have no <laughs> idea. That'll be yes. I lo- show a little bit earlier than Chad. That would love to. That would love to. Do, yes, that would love to be done. <laughs> so we're gonna start doing gore more around the world and just start picking like gore and more nothing but foreign films for the whole fucking year. We could totally do that. Yes, foreign we horror films. Awesome. <clears throat> I wouldn't. I wouldn't object to that at all. I mean, we've already done one out of the three years. <laughs> <laughs> Where we at? Uh, Emily Browning was present to watch the special effects makeup process of the severed toes for the opening scene to ensure that she was not traumatized. Steve wants it to. I do. I so do I'm fixing it. my tripod. Keep going. Okay. Uh, Jack Ferriman's soul collector character is named for Sharon the Ferryman, the Greek mythological spirit who collected souls from one side of the river Styx and ferried them across to Hades. Also, the painting at the end of the Grand Hall is inspired by Michelangelo's depiction of Sharon and the Last Judgment fresco, although it shows Poseidon instead of Sharon, the position and painting arrangements are exactly the same. Hmm. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, would-be director Steve Beck's this would be director Steve Beck's last feature film as a director. He previously directed another Dark Castle horror film, which was his directorial debut, 13 Ghosts. Look at that. So, like, he literally did 13 Ghosts in this, and that was it. That's it? Huh. He was like, I made my mark. I'm out. He was like, Bye. Peace out, bitches. He pulled Homer in the bushes and was just like, <laughs> That's it. See you later. Although not mentioned in the actual episode, the original Mythbusters proved that a cable could not, in fact, cut a person in half, let alone an entire deck full of people on their September f- or season four episode, Killer Cable Snaps. God damn no, it, Mythbusters. That. I don't I believe fucking it. love you and hate you sometimes. I know. I, I know I they are. Know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Cable I mean, like. <laughs> But it's like an iron cable. Like, I just, I guess it would depend on, it would have to depend on the tension of it. But I could see their point where it would probably end up just ripping everybody off the edge. That was my or, thought like, too. And I'm watching, like I'm like, wait, what? Just line. pull them off. Right. Like, it would probably slice the first couple people for sure. But, all right, keep going. I'll be right back in two seconds. One, two. 
<laughs> and then there were three. That's right. All righty. Where are we yeah. at, Chad Daddy? The theatrical poster for Ghost Ship was inspired by the poster for Death Ship. Another <gasps> film about a hood oh. Yeah. So do you know what Death Ship's actually about? Like, I don't like I have I've only heard I've never it seen it. You guys have talked about it's it. It's a similar no setup idea. where they find uh, a ship. Like it's it's like an abandoned ghost ship, but it's like an old Nazi death ship. Like they actually killed people on it, I think. <laughs> Sorry guys, my kid my kid just got home. Cameo. Yeah. He just did what you did to Chad's photo. Yes. He just Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> he just podcast bomb there. Uh, love it. He thinks Sorry. he's cool now that he's got a car. So, you know. Oh, he can go where he wants when he wants. Ooh, I remember them days. All of a sudden, the fucking subs will start coming. I don't even know if that shit still goes down. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <how it goes. laughs> yeah, do 10s, then you get 12s. Then you fucking do people do still do that, though? Down it's here, still there. Do. It's still there. Yeah. But it's just I don't feel it's such the influx anymore as it was in the 2000s. Thanks to Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite fast movie uh i actually really enjoy tokyo drift same um, i'm i'm between tokyo drift and too fast too furious because i like the whole heist aspect jectocito except for i hate <laughs> i fucking hate that cgi race oh. scene when they're going for the fucking mustang and yeah. the, uh oh, i can't even remember what the fuck the where's robert here. Uh, he had a refresh. He and he, he'll be back. Oh. Um, but yeah, like where they were doing the fucking grill. Like, why do they got to do that in CGI? Fuck off. Just race. Like, I like. I'm partial to the first one. I, I like. Well, the first one. I enjoy the first one, and I even when you start going crazy in the high shit, I like five. Four was poop town for sure. Five okay, was terrible. So- I was in the, uh, this one group. I mean, I don't remember what it is, but they were talking. And this gr- this lady was just bitching about the Fast and Furious movies, saying, oh, it's just, you know, Vin Diesel, you know, s- screaming out family like it's a catchphrase. I'm like, <laughs> what fucking movies have you watched? He literally has never done that. And she's like, anything. oh, I quit. And she's like, oh, I quit watching after Tokyo Drift. And I'm like, so of the th- of the three Fast and Furious movies oh. you watched, one of them had Vin Diesel. Well, he's in three. That end, cameo yeah. at the end doesn't count. No. I know, but he, yeah, I know, I know. He's still there. Uh, DK, Donkey Kong. You can do no. anything if, uh, with family. That's right. <laughs> See, honestly, I also do enjoy two, but two, I, the, the reason I enjoy two is because of fucking Ludacris. Because oh, I dude, Ludacris, Ludacris is great. And so when they brought him back in like five and shit, I was just like, yep, I'm sold on five. Like, I, any, five any, good scene, any scene with Ludacris and Tyrese. Is oh yeah. my god, oh my god, comedy like gold. 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 Like, just the, even, give me that spin off movie, like the new movie, the rock, and yes, exactly. You know? Dude, and that's what put, I said, they put them into space, yes, they put it, those it was two hilarious. Space the the, yeah. It was fucking hilarious <laughs> at nine, yes, yes, they go into space in a fucking car with rock. Yeah, it was a fucking, it was fucking, it was a Fiero, it was a Fiero, yeah, they're in space, dude, and it is the funniest shit, what I would love a movie with just those two, just those fucking two. Oh uh-huh. my god. Oh. But it's like, it's like if you get Kevin Hart and The Rock together, that's like the comedy <laughs> that's just, it's great. Who, who, who did cameo in uh, Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. Did he? Kevin Hart, yeah. Yeah. 
He was on the air, was on the was airplane, right? Or something? Yeah, he was TSA agent. Mm-hmm. Okay, I haven't watched any of them, so Hobbs and I Shaw s- was really good. I think I, st- I did not see it. I can't believe we're actually talking fucking Fast and Furious. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously, I don't like what the fuck. Six was the one that where they were rolling be- a tank down the highway, right? I, th- I don't even remember. Like, dude, he was just driving a tank, literally just rolling over fucking cars. Like, families were just like flat, flat. Was it? I think, like, I think, um, uh, fucking Michelle Rodriguez was in there with him. Yeah, yeah, like that. She was like, yeah, I think that's right. Oh, she was the bad guy. That's when she was. Yeah, yeah. she lost her. That was the last one I saw. I don't know. So, anyways. Back to yeah, fucking let's, no let's get back to shit. this. That was a hell of a sidebar. <laughs> yeah, how do we even what? get the fuck there, dude? <laughs> that's, gonna, that's the next know. Fast and the Furious sequel. <laughs> Fast and the Furious Ghost Boat 7. Ghost Ship. <laughs> Ghost Ship versus Fast and Furious. No, no, no. You know what the next one's going to be. Fast 10 <laughs> your seatbelts. <laughs> if it's like there's not. Been so many, if it's there's been not. so many memes about that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> If that's not on at least a tagline or a poster, I'll be very upset. That's it's kind of disappointing that they're not going to have The Rock in any more of the Fast and Furious movies, though. Because he's probably like, I don't want to fucking do that shit. He he does not get along with Vin Diesel at all. Well, yeah, man. They both want the top billing. It's not but he's, he's still going to do more movies as Hobbs. They're going to do more Hobbs and Shaw movies. Because. So uh, that's weird. I, I mean, he's still sharing billing with Statham. Unless he finds him, unless he thinks he's bigger than Statham. No, I guess maybe. I don't know. Well, he is, literally. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's like, Cont- yeah. There we go. Continuing on. Continuing well, on. Well, this was the first Dark Castle Entertainment horror film released to be based on an original concept, as the original idea for the company was to remake William Castle horror films, which the previous few films were, though it was still critically panned like their previous releases. <laughs> you better give that dog a bite. Look, I'm just staring at you. I can see the dots coming out of that poor puppy's eyes, just right at that burrito or whatever the fuck you're eating. Is it a glizzy? You eating that glizzy? Oh, fuck it. it. (laughs) Hi, how are you? (laughs) This film was originally conceived as Titanic meets The Shining. Ironically enough, if it weren't for modern sinking prevention standards put in place for ocean liners, after the sinking of the real Titanic, the Antonia Graza, would have sunk purely just from flooding due to the deterioration of the ship over time. Right. But it's a magical ghost ship, so... Magical ghost oh, shit. shit. Dude, what was with the Mortal Kombat? What was with the Mortal Kombat ending too? Of like all the souls, like ah, oh, that was the worst CGI scene for me. That was that was really bad. That, that and the um, the rap, the blood filling up, in the, <laughs> the blood filling up into the pool was pretty bad too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not just use red water? <laughs> Let's go for it. Ah. Uh, Anything else there, good sir? I have this nice long dis- dis- an explanation for things, but I really don't want to get into it. Basically, um, the movie ter- uh, basically turns around a deal with the devil. Uh, at some point in time, Jack Fairman died. His soul went to hell where the devil put- uh, proposed him a deal. Collect a ship full of sinners' souls to be free or stay in hell for paying, by his- paying for his sins in an eternity of suffering. Uh, basically, he made a deal with the devil that he would be free if he let all these- took all these souls back into hell with him. 
So he's didn't a happen. shittier Jack Sparrow. <laughs> what the fuck's on his head, Steve? I don't even fucking know, man. <laughs> what? What did I um, just miss? I don't I even fucking at... know. My kid walked by with something on his fucking head, and oh I didn't even tell him to I text him to put the dogs in his room, and... I don't ask questions. <laughs> I know. I want to know. Need to the guys know. want to see what you're wearing, Damien. Come in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just love Steve's... The fuck is that? Is, is it like a, a fox mask? mask? No, turn to the side. Oh, oh okay. okay. I could pretty not tell it. Oh, what the fuck? Yo, where's your new goat mask, dude? Yeah, it's that's in my mask. room. That is a sweet mask. Yeah, I like that thing. I'm going to do boy. something with that. Fuck it. That sounds dude. kinky. That sounds really <laughs> kinky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, and from, I will have to sign off in a few minutes, guys, because I have to do, do something. So I'll be on here a little bit more. Okay. Okay, buddy. All that's right. fine. You go do your stuff, man. Yeah, you're, yeah, on, you're vacation. on vacation. I say you're on vacation, and you got family, buddy. So yeah, yeah, man. All right. So I'll sign off now. At uh, so I'm gonna sign hey, off Bob. now. And <laughs> yes, Bob, score. Ooh, yeah. What's your yeah. score, buddy? I'll uh, write that down right now. What's your score? Write, all right. Oh, uh, my score. Give it a three point eight for me. Okay, buddy. Oh, wow. And, oh, wow. and we obviously know the best titties go to the ones we saw. Let's just. Yeah. I love that you just brought. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and the douche of the movie is obviously Ferryman. Yes. Don't even ask questions. That's okay. It. And um, score. I like the score. Three points. Okay. Yes. And then my favorite character, I actually liked um, Murphy. I wish he was a lot more involved than he was, to be honest. I agree. And then ending. Mm. I'm going to give the ending itself a two. I think that ending could have been way fucking better. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. I will catch you guys next Monday. Sorry to have to sign off so early. No, it's cool. You. No, you're it's all good, brother. Yeah, enjoy enjoy your family. time with the family, man. All right. Love you, I, buddy. Love, I love you guys. Have a good show. I'll catch love up with you later, give guys. Mama the best of wishes. I certainly yeah. will. Yes. <laughs> love you, buddy. And remember to catch Robert on the Machine Shop every other Wednesday, only on ProjectLouder.net and anywhere else you consume audio-only content. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'll catch New you guys episode. in the chat later, babe. Right on, buddy. Later, guys. Love you. Have a, have Bye, a good time, buddy. Love, Love you, man. Bye. All right. Okay. And then there was four. The scene where the fair, where Ferryman kills Francesca by having a cargo hook stab her neck and lift her in the air was influenced by Black Christmas. Yeah. How could you? Where Billy kills Mrs. Was... McHenry in a similar manner. Steve, real fresh yes. in my mind from the finale yeah. of LC. Yes. <laughs> Literally, oh, the scene where Francesca seduces Greer and lures him to an elevator shaft where he falls to his death and she turns around and becomes a hideously grotesque figure was a holdover scene from the original script where it was still taking many cues from The Shining. This scene would ultimately yep. be critically panned as being derivative of that said film. Yep. It's exactly the feel I got from that. Same. Heather says woo. Yeah, you don't know woo until you see John and I's couple's costume. That we're cooking up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's pictures I sent you guys this morning. And then I watched that movie today. Can I, I just like, say? Yes. The two, the, pictures. The, can I just say the two tone of that man? It's is just, just insane. It's, it's insane. <laughs> I don't even. I'm, I'm just like, I was already. I'm like, wow. I'm spray tanning. Like I might need. Yeah. I don't. 
Well, I'm going to have to go back and look through the chat to see what the hell it was. I have no idea what they're talking about. I don't remember either. Okay, what shirt were you wearing on Saturday? Don't say it out loud. Just think about it. Chad, what shirt were you wearing on Saturday? Oh. Oh, okay. Now I remember. Now I remember. Yes, 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 yes. Talk salt and pepper. It's not even salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Yep. Yes. Or was it the other way around? Was this salt and this pepper? Either way, I can't wait. I feel like this was salt and this was pepper. I think. Yeah. Yes, I think yeah, so. I think so. And he, it was the Ahab. It was, wow. this is going to, yeah. That's going to take some growth. <laughs> I'm going to have to see my, well, no, I'm, I'm going to actually look at my top lip. It's going to be weird. We also d- discussed bulk and skull. <laughs> yes, we, that did. Would, we did. I would, I'd be totally down for that one as well. That would be great. Yep. Fucking A, dude. Uh, what else we got, Chad Daddy? Anything else? I don't know. You're making me think I could put on a few hundred pounds and be Ernie from the juice bar. <laughs> with a sweet Hawaiian shirt, dude, that'd be amazing. Wait, would you make like a little foam juice bar that would be like right off your? Yeah, shirt? oh, like, that'd be great. Be, like, oh, like a fuck, yes, like be like like with, like, like the, the handlebars that Pee Wee Herman was carrying around at the car. Yes, right, just like yeah. small little, just like the side, <laughs> like a, something to where it'd be like right here, and then you could almost still like lean on it, be like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> and even better if you had like juice boxes in it, so like. If, like oh. You saw Power Ranger, and you're like, and you look thirsty. Here's Chad's, a Capri Sun. Uh, Chad's statement that the Power Ranger sidebar is the new Friday the 13th sidebar is correct. And there we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. It's yes. been consistent yes. in this year. Son of a very much so. <laughs> it's not even that, dude. It's because we always have like an actor or something in there, too. So it just leads to that. And I feel like this is the first one in a long time we haven't had a Power Rangers actor. That is fair. Yeah, I mean, like in the last like five, (laughs) I feel like we did a movie and there was a Power Rangers bad guy. There was. That wasn't American Werewolf. No, that would have been way too. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Uh, let's see this. Okay. I said, uh, Francesca Rantadini can't speak English, which required director Steve Beck to get a translator on set so that he could, she could understand his commands. This is also why she's not given much dialogue in the film. And what few lines she does have are in Italian. Mm hmm. And that is the last of my notes, gentlemen. All righty. So I unfortunately do not have any big questions this week. I was too tired to even think about shit. So unless you guys got any, I think we I, I have right a in. question. Okay, I, I see we're going to have to wrap this up soon because TJ's got to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did anybody else get annoyed? Did anybody else get annoyed with the sh- with that shimmering lighting that they had in the ship that made it look like there was constant water in every single room that they went in and there was no fucking water like there shouldn't have been any kind of that shine that annoyed the shit out of me. Broken mirror in the bathtub. You shine a light in a broken in a in a bathtub full of yeah. broken mirrors, and it will create that yeah. effect. And it was just like way overdone. Like, yeah, yeah. I totally know you're made. Again, just want to remind you, we're still on the water. We're not in a hotel somewhere. We are in the. Unlike water. our other other films. I promise you, we're on the water. You know, we're not in some glass house <laughs> this or is, some haunted house. You know, this is not it. This is not a stage. We are on the water. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just it. it you know what? Me I will give this movie at least prop because or uh, 
it used miniatures in it, so that was cool. Like I know yeah. it was kind of enhanced with CGI, but the fact that they literally built a giant miniature boat and then for the opening scene and then the uh, aged it up and shit like that for all the exterior shots that was pretty sweet. You usually don't get that a lot of shit anymore. I, I like how they how they include her blood, like is the thing that sets off the chain of reaction of everything, and yeah, then don't, in the, in the pool, and then right? don't do no, anything about that. Yeah, nothing comes of it. Like the the, the ferryman was gonna. Do it regardless. Yeah, regardless. So what was the point of <laughs> that, that drop that of blood soaking into the fucking boat just it so was the thirsty. Pool would fill up? Like it, it was just thirsty. didn't make any sense. It, it's it, the well, boat's there to suck souls, not fucking blood. It doesn't capture blood. <laughs> this isn't vampire ship, it's ghost ship. Or, or blood sucking freaks. Exactly. See, like, I was gonna say it just kind of reminded me of uh the scene in Evil Dead 2 <laughs> once he shot his hand and then the blood trickled out and then it sucked back up into the wall and then it just fucking came out at him like Evil Obviously not saying. that intense, but hey, hey. Nice. That, look how fucking big that thing is. That's <laughs> it's heavy you know, too. Kendarian broadsword. Yeah, for our audio listeners, he's holding the uh, Evil Dead Two Trick or Treat Kendarian dagger. You want to go, motherfucker? Dagger off. This one oh, took Jason shit. down. Well, this one killed a shitload of deadites. <laughs> hey, they came from the same book. <laughs> and it killed uh what's her name at the end there Red. ah yeah yeah true that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the hand um but all, all right all i could think I, all i could think it was a damn musical about now <laughs> you, you see somebody was selling that i almost yeah. bought it a musical yeah, yeah the, it was selling the it was the uh, it's like a vhs recording of the stage one oh, of the stager dude, i love that i saw it in vegas it was fu- and i was in the first row it was nice. Great. You got in the splatter zone. <laughs> I was in. Yeah, buddy. I was like in row six, but there wasn't that many people there. So they fucking were like, come sit in the front. And I was like, fuck yeah. Well, Yo. my wife didn't want to move. So they got off the stage during intermission and went and fucking dumped blood on her. <laughs> fucking great. Dude, she was livid. And I'm in the front row just laughing my ass off because. She oh was being all grumpy and didn't want to fucking Brutal. move. She's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And they went to her and fucking squirted blood all over her. It was the best <laughs> thing ever. I, I saw it twice in New York City. The first time I went, I spent way more money to see it, which pissed me off. And I was way farther in the back row. The second time I went with my boys, it was like on a Thursday night. It was 23 bucks for the splatter section, dude. And it was just like, nice. uh, yeah, I spent 60 to fucking be in like row E. Way in the fucking back of yeah. bullshit. That's when I got my phone. You sound like our neighbors. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, douche of the movie? Oh, I don't know. What format? No. Yes. Good question. Because I'm sure this varies heavily on this episode, which is strange for us because everything's streaming nowadays. So, John, we got a physical release. Uh, DVD, bro. <laughs> Tasty. I, but you did say I, there was some supplements on there. Yeah, there was some uh, documentary bullshit. Oh. Chad? I have the Scream Factory Blu-ray. Ooh, nice. Oh, that is very, right. very nice. Now, nice. What are the supplements like on that? It's loaded. It's it is loaded. It is okay. Yeah. It is uh, do we have a two commentary track like they've been doing with the most releases? I believe so. I'd have to double check, but I think it was. Yeah. When did that yeah. release? That one? Relatively not long ago. I think it was the beginning of this year. Yeah, because really? I just oh, okay. I just got it not long ago, and it has the slipcase. Mm. Oh, nice, very nice, very nice. Okay, uh, I watched it uh, 
ways that I can't talk about uh, using VPNs. Right. Uh, yes. Fair enough. <laughs> I watched it on Vudu. I uh, I got it in vo- on Vudu, but my internet kept bogging down, so I had to watch it in SD instead of HDX. Mm. So wouldn't have made yeah. your experience any better. Uh, uh, <laughs> worse. Yeah. It makes it worse. The she- the CGI is even worse. Yes. Yeah, right. uh, Especially when it's upscaled to 4K. As Heather would say, <laughs> "Dush of the movie." Dush, Dush of the movie. <laughs> the ferryman. Yeah, ferryman. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Did she ever see the photo of of uh yes. of the spine? She's, she did. Yeah, when yeah, she found uh when yeah. she found Murphy in the tank. Yep. No, I'm asking, did Heather ever get to see the photo? Oh. Oh, yeah. The, the oh. Porn? No. Yeah. She saw it. <laughs> yeah, I sent okay. it to her directly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Say she she went out, she's like, where's the fucking board at? Okay, there you go. Okay. It takes a while for the comments to come up. Uh yeah, douche, definitely the ferryman. Favorite kill? You know, this is a question that, oh, you know. Mm. I I already know where I'm going. I know where we I'm are, at. We, are, we already all wooed over it anyway. Can, no, can we, nope, can we exclude the mine. opening scene? That is not, and that's what I was going to say. Favorite like, kill, but not the opening scene. Yeah, saying, exclude it, the has opening to, scene. it has to be. Because, like, that's just, that's too easy. Mine is Greer's. He's trying to get some ghost ass and oh, then falls down the elevator dude, chute. Straight up the double honk. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's my favorite kill. I, I got to go with Munder getting sucked into the gears. That just, ooh. Yeah. That was just cringeworthy right there. That was a shitty way to die. Yeah, Greer for me. I got to go hook the chin, dude. I love ooh. Mm, hook of the ooh. chin is nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, obviously Black Christmas restaurant. So that's just a little extra. But best scene, I'm sure we're all going to say opening scene. Opening scene. Is this the same studio that would remake Black Christmas a couple years later? Oh, God, is it? Ooh, that's a Chad thing. Uh, best scene. I'd oh, say the inception is. scene of the dining room. Doing oh, like a reverse time with, thing with, when uh, mm. Greer's in there. When it starts drinking, rewinding. OK. Um. I mean, I'm not going to lie, it's like stupid kind of 2000 it is. I also really enjoy the whole scene of like us finally getting all the backstory, even though it is fucking pushed at you at the last second very fast. Like, I don't no, know. No, they didn't do Black Christmas, but they did no. do The Hills Run Red. Oh, Chad's fave. Did yeah. they? Yeah. And not the not the Spaghetti Western. Not the Spaghetti yeah. Western that okay. was even talked about in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. At least they knew. <laughs> awesome. Um, so obviously opening scene, hook you in. Yeah. Yeah. Slice me in. Yes. Yes. And then I feel like Brody hit it perfectly. It was just kind of a steady downhill, maybe a couple little like ups. And then it's just like, eh. It's like Ends. they gave up. They were just like, fuck it, let's finish it. They're like, we're running out of CGI money. We got to do this shit. Uh, boom. All righty. Best tits, hottest girl. Best dick, hottest dude. Francesca. Francesca for best for tits. Uh, best dick, I got to give to Munder. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. yeah. Carl Urban. Definitely. I'm going to say Isaiah Washington for best dick in Francesca. Say Greer is also a good choice. I'm still probably have to go with Urban, dude. He's dread. Just does it. 
But uh, and doom. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm gonna go with Santos because yeah. he was a mechanic. He was a you know doing his thing, and he came back as a ghost. Nobody else did. Pissed off and ghost. and yeah. a total metalhead. Yeah, yeah right. and he liked my vein. Was he and a he ghost Vatos? He was a ghost Vatos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did the score set the mood? I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Early two thousands. You knew totally you're in for something that's definitely not gonna challenge you in any way. And it's definitely gonna have some shitty editing. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Music video. <laughs> uh, let's I'm throw saying, in a random metal song for no Yeah, reason. best song? Fucking my bird. Yeah. Because that's needed in a fucking horror film. Freddy versus Jason. Extreme, dude. Extreme. Uh Okay, when Freddy versus Jason, the end scene hits and that music fucking kicks in. Yeah, okay, that's one thing. But this is just a dude jamming out. And they even leave the fucking music in whenever he's, like, talking to the guy. Like, you just hear fucking Mudvade blasting in the background. I mean, I can't lie, dude. I definitely get a, like, I always get ready to go, dude, when the intro hits and after Freddie does his little monologue and they just throw that it whole there. soundtrack Jason's is walking down fucking the street badass. Like, I know, dude. Freddie versus Jason soundtrack is amazing. But I feel like that whole film's like, yeah, like that's the whole point. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. yeah like Brody said, that, that whole sl- soundtrack is just incredible. Yeah. Brody knows. That's right. Brody yeah. knows. Oh, okay. So favorite character. Francesca's titties. Gear. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Greer just wanted to get home to his fiance, right? Uh, and he'd be like, "Nice titties, but not as nice as future Mrs. Greer." <laughs> <laughs> he had to keep reminding. He kept reminding himself and us throughout the entire movie. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he fucking survives the boat explosion. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. That's true. Yeah, just a little cut on his head. He was good to go. All right. Uh. Who you guys got for best or uh, favorite? I said mine. I'm I oh. wasn't playing. Francesca's titties. I'm Francesca's titties are my favorite okay. character. Ghost titties can't go wrong with that. True that. Oh, true true that. that. <laughs> I'm, gonna Ghost dead, titties. I'm gonna say the dead it's, captain and his yeah, whole like little. It's kind of. I'm gonna say the ghost girl. I like the ghost girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's real she sympathetic. Got, I mean, that's a good inclusion. She's kind of like yeah. a. Uh, kind of like a sign before the bad shit happens you know what she signifies the purity of you know she didn't kill herself she didn't kill anybody so she's the only pure spirit on that ship you know what i mean so that's a good point it's a really good point although they say the reason that he couldn't touch her is because you know she was free of sin but she hung herself that's considered no, a sin by the Catholic Church. No, they, no, hung, they hung, her. hung her. Oh, they hung her. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they, they dragged her, her into yeah. her room. And that when you're seeing in that whole, like, oh, okay. Yeah, those two guys took her in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ambassadors. I never, ma- I didn't make that connection. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> was it scary? Scary. No. No. I, I paid myself really. at least three times from laughing. Yes. Mm hmm. <laughs> Laughing at the shitty CGI. <laughs> so does it hold up today, gentlemen? Uh, Kinda. No. Little. I'll go watch Death Ship. <laughs> I haven't watched Death Ship yet. So. I I want to see that now. I know we keep talking. <laughs> I know Jay talks about it. it. Yeah. 
Um, I don't. It holds so. up about as well as any early two thousands horror does. And yes, so you have to almost take it with a dash of salt when you know you're going into. Ooh, it. yeah. Not a grain, a dash. 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 Yeah. I miss this I love it. That's a fucking t-shirt now. Just a dash of salt. Take it with a dash of salt. (laughs) (laughs) With a cartoon cartoon John just... That's right. (laughs) That's a Johnnyism. That's the first Johnnyism. It's going to be an open head salt shaker on a shitty fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. Uh, Acting, good or bad? You know, acting was pretty good. Yeah, acting was, pretty was really good. good. Yeah. It was really good acting. <laughs> Fucking a. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was not. It was not terrible. So cinematography. You know, uh, I I kind of like it at times, and then other times it was like this fucking editing is shit, and it completely hampers anything cool about this shot. And then the production design is just everything's brown and drab and rusty. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. You're on a fucking like ocean liner that's been out at sea for X amount of years, right? But like, I feel like it could have been creepier. I just felt like they did the bare minimum of just like, okay, it looks like a haunted house or a haunted ship or whatever the fuck. And then they went through. I mean, I think things should be on par with like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the the original. Like, that's creepy as fuck. Like, that's the type of uh, feelings you want to elicit whenever you do your production design. I just feel like this film lacked of that, and that kind of hampered the overall look and tone of the film, especially cinematography-wise. So I think it could have uh, been a lot scarier than it actually was. I think they just kind of supplemented the lack of production design with darker scenes, and I don't think that that works as well. I, 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 like I, I see what you're getting, and I think that they could have taken a few uh, examples from uh, uh, Deep Rising mm-hmm. yeah. as far as ship interiors. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Definitely. Yeah, because they were going wait like especially like towards the end when they're going down a different hallway. Although that end scene itself was all the same hallways, just back and forth. But <laughs> but no, I know what you're saying. Like I see what you're saying. I mean, they what? They probably only built like two to three interior rooms. And probably shot all yeah. And all okay, compare this so. to the Titanic. For, you know what? I've the, never the ship seen or the Titanic. movie? The movie. Never no, I've never seen it, it either. Well, the interiors of that ship, I just feel like are grand and shit and they, yeah. they talk about how grand and shit it is and i just think that that ship looks fucking more grand than this and this was like what 60 years later well that ship was more grand than that it was a, it was a it was a luxury liner the, the the queen of the luxury liners but this is 60 years later that doesn't matter you know, you're dealing with the, the the titanic was a much bigger ship it was uh I don't even know how else to put it. Like it was the luxury well, liners, and it was the Cadillac the of luxury too, liners. Though, it, well, I mean, and for the time too, like the the designs and and you know that that they had for True. inside True. the ship was more grand, and it was more you know that old style that you just know is fancy. You know? Deco. So, now, Brody, yeah. you could say bigger budget, but then a lot of it was sucked up by that fucking CGI. I bet. But James Cameron. Also, remember this uh, back. Uh, the Titanic sunk in, sunk in what, 19, uh, was it 1918? 19, no, yeah. 1912, wasn't it? Yeah. But anyway, what, it, remember, ship travel was still the primary source of international travel back then, too. Correct. So, you know, you want to ride in style versus just a casual cruise on an Italian line. Well, again, but then again too, you they gotta, mentioned that they mentioned that this it was wasn't as great. Style. Yeah. And this is supposed to be the stylist version. Again. 
back to the production design issues that I have. I think it just kind of affected the whole film. Yeah. It's no glass house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you enjoy the premise at least? Yeah, no. I did, but I think the execution one is wasn't as good as the premise itself. I think the other one has Nazi ghosts on a ship. I think so. So yeah, that's a cool I premise. We'll say the original premise yeah. that they scrapped sounded cooler than what we got. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. I'd rather yeah. go with the weird ghost shining heist film. Than like, this yeah, shit. give me, give me the real. Like that feels way more like Shining than. Mm-hmm. Where they're trying to make this like, I understand they're trying to make this like Shining, but I did not feel it at all. Like, yeah, to me, like take was- out two characters, take out uh, maybe Greer and Satos, Santos, whatever his name is. But but then you lose your your effort. Yeah, I like you liked Greer. Yeah, I understand that, but are they really necessary for the for the story? Especially seeing that the way the well, there was only supposed to be four characters in the exactly story. So the you captain, your captain. Right, Juliana Dodge. Yep, and then uh, maybe maybe Greer there. Then you just throw in Greer with that. Okay, I can see that yeah. then. Okay, then yeah. th- then that's fine then. Then then that's that would be the the core four. Yeah, because you could just as easily take out Munder. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. All right, I like make it happen. <laughs> Working on the script right now. Hold on. All right. So uh, <laughs> recycle, rewind, or remake. Uh, I would like to recycle this. Uh, right into the stockpile of other shitty films that I probably won't watch again after watching it on this movie for this uh, podcast. So Fair I'd enough. say remake with the original concept. That's what I'm going with. I'd rather watch yeah. Death Ship. Fair enough. I'm going to have to go with the uh, re- uh, remake with the original, though, dude. Like, I just, that just sounds awesome. Like, I want that whole, like, mind game fuck. And Brody put it in for perspective. It's ghost shit. Ghost shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but didn't he give it a... No, he gave it a 2.8. 2.8. Bobby 2.8. gave it a 3.8. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, speaking of fucking scores, let's wrap this it's motherfucker right. up and score this thing. So with yep. Bobby's 2 point... No, Bobby's, no, Bobby's 3.8. 3.8. And then John's... Uh, I'm going to have to agree with Brody, dude. I think 2.8 sounds about right for me. I'm going to give it a 2.8. Chad's going to give it a 3.2. 3.2. A little better, but still, it's not a perfect film. And lastly, but not least, Scuba Steve. 2.9. Do we want to throw Brody's in there, too? Nah. Divided by five. uh, 3.1 out of five. All right. Fair enough. Feels like a good three. Yeah. Actually, you got a little bit higher, so nice. All righty. And that leads us into what are we doing next week, gentlemen? Staying alive. The fuck is that? That is a Bobby pick. That's what that is. Staying alive? Stay Stay alive. alive. Stay alive. alive. Is that that shitty fucking... It's that a shitty horror video game movie, but I love it. God I damn it. Why the fuck do you guys keep making me watch this fucking trash? <laughs> God damn that is not the game I fucking I hate this them. shit. You're constantly two back-to-back fucking early 2000s fucking garbage films, and it's just, I've got to give them fucking shit scores, <laughs> making me watch my entire fucking childhood that I'm trying to fucking forget here with this garbage fucking cinema. Thanks, Wes Craven, for ruining horror for me, by the way. But, like, fuck. 
Okay, and with that what being was this said, again? it's a it, they, they're inside a video game. It's like a yeah. horror video game. Yeah, if you die in the fucking game, I don't. You fucking die in real life. Oh. Yeah, if you die in the game, you die in real this. life. I fucking yeah. love that. Movie. After watching the fucking CGI, oh my you're not going to want to fucking see. Yeah, it's Poop Town. It's about as fucking Poop Town as you go. It's like if you go to Poop Town and then you go in the fucking bathroom in Poop Town and then you go sit on the fucking toilet in Poop Town. That's what this fucking ba- whole fucking movie is. As soon I'm as fucking I just done. saw the picture of. Uh, <laughs> as soon as I saw the picture of Frankie Muniz, I was like, yep, I have seen this movie. <laughs> Good old Frankie Muniz. Frankie fucking Muniz. What the hell was he even in? Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm. Exactly. I'd rather fucking watch Lawnmower Man 2. Don't make me do it. I gotta go to work. End it, John. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note. That's one of the greatest rants ever. That was pretty good. I am your Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying adios, Gorehounds. This is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Daddy Singh. See you next week, bitches. <coughs> Steve saying, see you later, baby. And this is the Podmouse, DJ Bowser saying, I'll see you guys later. Ow. Oi. Oi, you. Yeah, you cunt. You want to know why you look like a drop pie? Well, that's because you're not wearing any Protect Ladder merch, you fucking goddamn lousy son of a bitch. How about you do us all a goddamn favour, park up, pull your fucking head in, visit the website over at projectlouder.net, click on the merch tab, and most of all, tell yourself you're sick of looking like an asshole. Grab some of that merch, treat yourself to a nice cold frothy, and start being the mad cunt we both know you truly are before I stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Cheers, cunts.